0: determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com
1: the baseball season is go 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 it's non-stop relentless for every night six straight months and then hopefully another month in october
2: Hey guys, we're excited to be able to share an exclusive trailer with you after the show. It's from Blue Wire Studios, the first original piece of content, audio production coming from Blue Wire. It's called Golden Goal Stories of Soccer Legends. The show is narrated by a fellow New Yorker, Blue Wire host, Brandon Kelly, also one of the co-hosts of Always Cheating, a Premier League fantasy podcast. Uh, each Monday, two new episodes will take a look into soccer's biggest stars and the moments that define their careers. From Maradona, Pele, messi and rapino with many more just like it each episode will focus in on historical plays and personalities that make the sport great so stay tuned after this episode and listen to golden goal stories of soccer legends we are breaking down all aspects of yankee baseball this is the bronx pinstripe show with your hosts andrew rotandi and scott ryan let's go
1: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show, episode four hundred fifty. Scott, how was your Fourth of July weekend?
2: Fourth of July weekend was good, man. It was uh, it was pretty chill. It didn't seem like the Fourth of July weekend because all the fireworks were canceled around us. Everybody was like, uh, you know, putting off their own fireworks, so there was just like it sounded like we were getting invaded. But um, yeah, it was it was it was chill. It was like very low key, which is really what I wanted. We did a little. uh, We went to the zoo. We like ventured out to do something which was fun. The zoo is taking, uh, they take like appointments only. So you're only allowed out, you know, a certain amount of people in. And everybody was being very, uh, you know, respectful of your space and all that too. So it was actually nicer <laughs> because there's not that many people there. Um, and uh, yeah, it was fun. Kemp, Kemp, uh, Kemp had a great time seeing all the animals and
1: yeah, it was fun. Other than that, it was nice. super chill. Um, How about you? Yeah, it, it was good. We had a ton of bootleg fireworks. Yeah, that's like more than ever. And it was actually kind of amazing, like just houses all around, just fireworks setting off the entire night. Yeah. It was better than like any fireworks show I'd ever, like official fireworks show I, I had gone to. Yeah. I,
2: I've been to a a few different beaches like that that have people, you know, that are either renting houses or are there and they all set off their own fireworks. And it's fun because you get all sorts of variety, of different things. And you sit on the beach, drinking, hanging out. For people that don't know, the, uh, the for some context, you're in Rhode Island still at the
1: beach house. Yeah, I am. I'm here. I, I think I'm going to be here the whole month of July. It's uh, it's been nice. Yeah, there was um, it kind of hit me that I'm I'm washed this weekend yeah. because there was like this group of we just called them the bros the whole time. Mm-hmm. Just there was like forty five of them. I'm not exaggerating. Forty five bros in their late teens, early twenties, just nonstop activities the entire weekend. Whether it's like beer dye or cornhole or beer, like beer that. dye. Yeah, when you throw the die up. And it's on a table and it has to hit a corner. I've never played it. I've never it. Heard, I've even heard of that one. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. But they're they were playing these games twenty four hours a day. Yeah. If they went in the water, it was on a paddleboard or it was in a kayak or it was like on a on a boogie board. Right. It's not just like, hey, I want to go swimming because it's hot. Right. Just infinity bud lights. So it was, just, it was just like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, they're going for two straight days, Friday and Saturday. I'm sitting here on the beach, like exhausted looking at them. It hit me. I'm entirely washed. Oh yeah,
2: completely. No, it's, 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 a am- it's amazing the amount of activities that used to happen at the beach. And I think that's why I'm so unsettled when I go now is I get so bored. I'm like, we used to just go and play wiffle ball or football or like be in the water you know, playing, doing some kind of activity or whatever it was like, this is deep into the twenties too. I feel like there was, there were still lots of activities happening and, and, and lots of, uh, you know, bud lights or others being, uh, being consumed, but it's a different, it's a different animal now. Now I'm down on my hands and knees, getting all sandy, making sand castles, <laughs> like digging, digging holes, digging holes, going in the water, just to get the sand off. Cause I'm itchy, you know, making sure that I have a death grip on camp when we're going close to the water. You know, it's it's a totally different animal. If those bros get too close, like you know, that's when get off. Well, that's that's like Get thing, off my lawn. Get off my get out of my radius zone. If I'm right with if I'm by with
1: Kemp, like closer to the water, like don't come near me. You'd you'd never know that we're in the middle of a pandemic by what was going on here this weekend. And like the the forty of them were staying in like a pretty small house. Yeah, they had they had. We saw them taking out tents. They're like tent like pitching tents on the beach right. to sleep. There's just so... I'm like, there's no way one of those 45 bros doesn't walk away with COVID this weekend.
2: If one of them, there's multiple of them most likely. But yeah, the, uh, yeah that's the thing. Like, you know, you get a you get a house, you get for what, 2,000 bucks and you put as many people in there as possible to make it cheaper.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> you don't think um, about the space. Well, right, bathrooms be damned. Yeah. There's the ocean right there. World's biggest yeah. toilet. Tents,
2: bedroom? No, you give a tent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so not every it was it was a fun Fourth of July weekend for for the bros. I enjoyed my weekend. Not a great weekend for Tanaka. Not
2: a great who week,
1: man was hit in the head by the Stanton liner in the simulated game on Saturday. You know, I I knew that they were starting workouts and like everything on Friday, simulated games and that stuff. I, I wasn't really paying much attention to Twitter and everything because you know there's no baseball going on. Another thing, I believe I think my sister. Fourth uh, of July morning, she's like, Andrew, is it going to be weird that there's no Yankees game today? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it is. Thanks for mentioning it. I hadn't thought about that, but I appreciate yeah. that. So it's like the first Fourth of July in my life, my lifetime. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess uh, ninety four they did play on Fourth of July. So it's the first Fourth of July in in, in most like 100- in pretty much everybody's
2: lifetime who's listening to this.
1: Yeah, that there's no baseball. So, like, I was just, you know, mentally checked out of it, just not thinking. And I scroll on Twitter and I see the video. And I'm like, oh my God. And you know what got me? It wasn't, I mean, obviously it was bad seeing Tanaka hit the ground, but like Stanton's reaction, you know, because he just, it's such a like, oh my God, I feel so terrible. Like, you do that even if you hit an opposing pitcher. For oh, sure. a, regular it's game. a human Guys instinct. feel terrible. That's
2: what you do as a person. You hit somebody like that.
1: He knows how hard he hit it too. But then when you do it to your own teammate, you're just like, oh no, that's like his immediate reaction, head down, like, oh God, no. Like that was his reaction. Yeah.
2: No, it's, it's man, it was bad. And I saw that, uh, I saw Glaber and Judge chirping on social media and, and Judge never does this, but pretty much telling everybody to stop sharing the video, stop zooming in, stop making the slow-mo. Like I understand that, man. Nobody wants to see like your teammate go down and get injured like that. And, and shared around obviously it's sports and people are like they want to see what happened like i went and looked to see what happened so that i could have some context and understand like how bad it looked or how bad it was where the ball hit him like i wanted to know that those things just because we talk about it a lot and it's you know as a doctor i'm trying to find out so i can make my own assessment but the thing is is when you're looking at it was just so fast man so in, in, incredibly fast that ball was just hit off the off the uh Stanton bat. I don't even know what the exit velocity was. Who knows if they know. But it was coming hot, man. And it was just a beeline right at his head. And he just had zero time to get out of the way. It's really, really, yeah. really crazy that he's okay.
1: I see the I see the points of Glaber and Judge, like hey, this guy it's a serious head injury. Yeah. I mean, it, it, luckily he has a concussion and seemingly nothing more serious. Not that not, not that. And we've seen how concussions are not serious can
2: linger and and be much much more of a problem than we ever, than we ever expected. So,
1: but like guys have been hit in the face or hit in the head and like lost vision, broken bones. So like. It could have been worse.
2: It could have been worse visually. Like uh, I, when when I saw that they were saying stop sharing. Like I'm I'm thinking the absolute worst. Like something is, like there's blood everywhere. Like, it,
1: that's true. Yeah, that's
2: what I was kind of envisioning when I when I saw that. But look, I, yeah, again, it hits so. I don't know if it hit solid or if or if it was if he was able to like just barely get out of the way. So it was a little bit more of a,
1: or it could have like hit like. A great, not a grazing blow, but like, you know, it doesn't hit square in the temple. Cause like you get hit square in the temple on a line drive. You might die.
2: Lights out. Yeah. No, no. It's, um, he's very fortunate. Bottom line. Like this is a lot of, t- you know, you see some guys that have been hit in the head like this and they're, they're experimenting with the helmets under the hats, like the hard shape or the, the, or the, or the, yeah, ear. Or
1: the pa- extra padding, yeah. extra padding on the, was it Mike Leeks? Um, the hat's
2: leak. Who who did it? It was someone in the National League who had Homer Bailey, maybe. I thought it was someone on the Cincinnati Reds for some reason.
1: Had like the the spaceballs helmet. Yeah, it was a little bit more uh, of a pitcher. He yeah, has
2: like Kevlar or something underneath the hat that that they had fitted for this.
1: Whomever. Hey man, it might be it might be uncomfortable, but if it's going to save your life.
2: Yeah, it's just one of those things you have to get used to. It's probably additional weight, like it just throws you off your equilibrium, and just a number of things. But no, luckily, like he was released from the hospital. Like the tests were 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 came back that were not you know there weren't um like you said concussion but nothing nothing additionally that uh to, to that point for now so hopefully Tanaka can just get some R&R man and uh and get back because he's a big well he, he put
1: out he put out like a a tweet Saturday night saying I'm gonna get back out there I'm I'm okay sort of thing that was good to see yeah. and I think he was back in the clubhouse on Sunday and I understand Judge and Glaber's point of it's like hey this guy's going through a serious thing right now. It was an unfortunate incident. No need to amplify the moment. But at the same time, it was it was on video. It's not like there was like one guy who was taking cell phone video. Right. Like there were multiple angles of this thing that were readily available. That's the world we live in now. It's readily available to millions of people. It's an unstoppable train once it goes on Twitter. Sure. You can't and people are interested not from a like sadistic sort of way, from a we hope this guy's okay kind of way. We haven't seen any baseball in months kind of way. We're starving for baseball, and this is like the thing we get. It's like we just want to see grown men in shorts throwing baseballs and and best shape of their life sort of thing. And boom, hitting the head. So it's just like, oh man. And of course you're gonna share it. Of course I'm. Gonna, I watched the thing twenty times probably.
2: Yeah, I watched it. I had to. I had to analyze to see what the deal was. But the thing is, uh. Here's what I get from that: people listened <laughs> when Aaron Judge spoke up. It was really funny. People, I, I saw apologies. I saw like retractions. I saw all sorts of things. When I take he, away my retweet, yeah. When when Aaron Judge speaks up, people listen, and that was the yeah. big thing that I got from that. When because uh, he doesn't use social media as like an updating of life thing. He uses it for like his charity stuff. Like he'll 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 he'll, he'll you know speak up on a topic occasionally. But it's it's uh you listen when he talks, I think, and a lot of people it was very um, very clear that people listen when Aaron judge talks and Glaber, the two guys that I saw spout up are, are probably two of the but I think superstars of the of the team that it's just interesting to see how people react to them.
1: You're definitely right about judge. Judge is the one that every Yankee fan will listen
2: absolutely to. yeah, no doubt
1: there, there's no one else on the team where maybe Cashman <laughs> I feel like Cashman also people would listen to sometimes
2: cashman spins things. So you don't know if you're in the, in a spin zone or or what you're doing from him. But the thing is is Judge uses his moments, kind of like Jeter used yep. to do. Obviously Jeter didn't have social media, but he would still use his moments to speak when he when he wanted to. It was it actually goes back to um something that that just popped into my head, but when Roger Maris was going through that when we were you know uh, watching that movie and doing the review of the 60 uh, 61 when Mickey Mantle never spoke up to say anything about like the people, how they were treating Roger Maris, like he could have easily spoken up. You've said this number of times. He could have easily spoken up as a teammate, as the guy that everybody listened to and probably ended it, but he didn't. Oh yeah. Uh, similar, similar, you know, you see that that type of response or that type of, I guess, power from certain players on the Yankees and Aaron judge definitely has it now.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and the, in the the protective screen. I saw a lot of people saying, "Why wasn't Tanaka using a protective screen?" It's offered to the pitchers, but they can decline it. And Tanaka obviously probably doesn't like pitching with it. Some some pitchers have said it is more detrimental to their progression for the 1 in a million chance you get hit with a liner or like you might short arm it and then cause injury and stuff like that because it's a mental thing that you have to like changes your mechanics. be mindful of. It's
2: not like those yeah. it's not like those L screens are adapted to whatever pitchers out there. They they're literally all standard and they have the same height of an opening the same width of an opening so if you're a guy I'm sure you can
1: adjust it slightly a but lot of them you can you have like the little pole like the little like
2: up and down maybe and like sideways a little bit but not very much and and then at what point are you like getting rid of your protection if you are, are changing it too much and then what's the point of it so it's just it does change your mechanics i think because it's uh it's something that's in your way one and it doesn't hit your arm slot all the time like your follow-through might be affected it's annoying
1: paxton was using it on sunday yeah
2: well i mean he's a big lanky weird guy comes from all different angles
1: no i'm just saying though it's probably i'm sure the yankees got together and like listen james you got to take one for the team here optically it's going to look bad if we send you out there without a net so go out there and pitch with the. like i'm
2: he's i'm canadian i took a i took a bald eagle to the jugular (laughs) and barely moved i don't need a net no it's uh it's it's a safe thing to do, but yeah, at the same time, like, so the thing is, I think that these guys are not just like, they're not ready to be I, one. I don't know if Tanaka could have reacted to that. I'm not sure if it was like mid season, if he's able to get a glove up or at least get out of the way. But at this point now you're not, you're, your instincts are just not there yet. Right? Like you're, you're out there throwing to a pit, a, a batter for the first time, second time in however long. Um, and a guy like Stanton coming up and, and just like smoking a line drive. Like you can't, you just can't get out of the way of that.
1: I think I saw Curry Jack Curry or or someone tweet maybe it was Hoke that you know Tanaka just was working on his pitches and he basically threw him a batting practice fastball. It was supposed to be a slider. It was just like an eighty seven mile an hour BP fastball yeah, essentially. Yeah. And Stanton's gonna you know every time hit that one hundred and ten exit velo or whatever I'm sure it was. Yeah,
2: yeah. It didn't even look like he got it all the way too. It looked like he was almost at the end of the bat and but the ball just went up the. You know how Stanton does. He barely moves his body and like just the arms swing and uh, and the ball just launches
1: yeah i mean we said 20 minutes before we saw the video of him getting hit like you see standing out in left field looking like robocop out there yeah, he's like huge jack to just friggin' jacked beyond belief yeah
2: yeah no he looks like he's been working out hopefully uh not <laughs> too much
1: but not the calf muscle because the calf muscle still will not allow him to play the outfield the only dh yeah uh,
2: who knows that's fine amazing that's, it is amazing it is amazing I, that's that that is going to be one of those one of those uh, key topics, though, if we, we see him and, and he's able to just DH and not able to play the outfield, but he looks like a specimen. We're like, why why can't this guy go out there and play the outfield for a little bit? Why? Why is this such a problem?
1: What, I, what amazes me is like, so Judge should be ready to go for opening day if it's July 23rd. Stanton will be ready, but only to DH. Okay, so if the season had started on time, I know that's a big if because it didn't happen, but if the season started on time, we're probably dealing with a situation where we're still waiting. We're now saying, okay, after the All Star break, Judge will be back on the team, and Stanton and had only DH this year and probably gone on the IL at least once for the Cavs. Yeah,
2: most likely. So we're we're just really starting our season now, anyway. So what's the difference? Sixty game sprint, no, I, or you know, the fact that we're getting everybody back, back from injury right now.
1: It doesn't bother you though that like these guys. These guys, it just it I don't think they're ever gonna be healthy, like fully healthy.
2: I don't well, I don't believe people either. That's the other thing. So I don't believe a lot of what's what's being said and in 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 being that like that's their actual diagnosis of of these and having these timetables associated with some injury. Like I think everybody's being very vague right now because they're waiting to see how good of shape people are in. They're looking to see what they gotta get some baseball activities back in there and see how people react. I think they're just being super vague. It's just easier to do that than have people scrutinize yeah. timelines.
1: And, uh, Paxton no- shows no signs of the injury anymore. That's, good that's news.
2: great news. He looked like he was coming back faster anyway.
1: He would have been back. I think for his, uh, what did Boris say late May? Yeah. Something like that. When Boris speaks, you have to listen. I mean, some people,
2: Boris, you, you just hear him. I don't know if he's a listen, but
1: the Yankees are going to play two intra squad games this week, Monday night, Tuesday night. Um, Two, they're gonna play two-hour inter-squad games. Yeah, and my my eyes immediately lit up. It's like you know what, two-hour games. I can get down with that.
2: These are inter-squad games. These are, you know, high fives on the field. High fives. Oh, don't do that. Actually, do no, not high no. five.
1: No spitting. No, high, no five. high fives. My bad. No 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 slapping. You ass. gotta wait until the other people are in their legend
2: seats before you get out into the field. That's what you have to do. My bad. But yeah, no, it's just a, you know a friendly game. Hopefully nobody gets hit. We're not uh, we're not taking each other out like Stanton is. I mean, I mean why does Stanton have to be the guy that's taking out the pitchers too? Like I know like, I was we're talking thinking about the guy who's too. not on the field very often. and Now he's taking out other players.
1: <laughs> my dad, my dad was like even more of a reason to get rid of Stan. Yeah, I mean, I like dad, of course you'd have that. Reaction. Let's go. But I feel bad for Stanton because he's already working from behind with fans. Right? Fans I don't feel already bad have something he against him. He knows what him.
2: he's doing. Not with the bat. And that you he doesn't know what he's
1: doing. No, there. you don't feel bad for him that he hit. Tanaka I mean it's an unfortunate thing that you're the oh, guy yeah, yeah. Who... I feel
2: bad for for him for that sense I'm not saying like the the you know the uh you know where he is with the fans and the fan I like I think a lot of that is oh, just oh, that. oh.
1: No, no no I don't feel bad for that but like I feel bad that I I have I feel bad for anybody for who hits Stanton a ball and...
2: that goes back and hits yeah. a pitcher because as a person you're just like my god you know obviously I didn't mean to do that but it happened you feel badly right. of course
1: and if a pitcher really does not mean to hit a batter in the head, like sometimes a fastball can get away sure. from you and you hit a guy in the head and you see immediately, you can tell immediately the reaction. You can tell if they're a decent human of, being. Of pitchers. If they immediately, you know, react like, oh crap, I didn't mean to do that. I hope that guy's all right. Then you could, you could tell like, okay, that was an accident.
2: Yeah. Or that guy's a sociopath because he didn't flinch and he or meant to hit him in the a, head.
1: Or he's a fantastic actor, the pitcher.
2: Yeah. No, so, um, I mean, I don't feel bad for him necessarily, but this, this whole thing will be, uh, it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be nice to see them. It's like a, a celebrity softball game, kind of, you know, where they're going out there and just, just, uh, just getting some reps in. Um, and I think that's when you can get in trouble, actually. That's, that's when you see guys who are not going full speed, like, in you know, other sports too. Like NFL happens all the time. People are like, yo, we don't want a guy going half speed because it's a, a game that doesn't count. And then he get injured because he's not at the same level of intensity or you know uh, thought processes he would be in a regular season game and I think it's a similar aspect here guys are going through the motions that are not as cognizant of you know a ball coming right back at your head or or whatever it is or, or you know just little things that happen on the field so uh, yeah we just need some injury-free baseball get the reps in
1: and the other aspect to this whole summer camp thing is the COVID testing and LeMahieu and Sessa have tested positive for the Yankees 1.2 percent of all the tests that baseball did came back positive which is 31 players plus um, coaches I think it was seven more coaches so 38 out of 3,185 samples
2: 30 31 of 30 yeah 38 total 31 of yeah. them were players
1: yes about one per team yeah it, w- which is which
2: team. a hell of a lot lower than I was expecting to tell you the truth
1: I was if I if you were to when I saw uh, that the, they were going to announce this, I was expecting between like five and ten percent positive. Yeah.
2: so that's a positive thing, I think, for what we're dealing with right now, honestly.
1: And, mm-hmm. I, and I no, I I agree. I, I agree. This is a positive. This is a positive step. I was reading an article on the Athletic, um, and it was a doctor. It was like they were referencing a doctor who was speaking about it, and he said the biggest risk to the season, as far as coronavirus goes, is an outbreak within one team. It's not that. 8% of the league has it. If 8% of the league has it and it's distributed amongst the league, teams can manage that. That's what the whole player pool is right. for. But if there's an outbreak within one team and half the team tests positive, right. then what the hell are you going to do? Exactly.
2: No, and that's and that's that's the that's the shooter drop. I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't happen. I really am, but that is that is one of those things that when you uh, when you see how fast this thing spreads, it look people are all over the place with opinions on, on what it means if a team, uh, if someone tests positive and like how, how they should be treated and like how long they should be there, how it affects the season. My thing is, is that no matter what you test positive, like that's it. You have to be quarantined at that point, And then you have to pass two tests consecutively. Well, yeah, there's
1: the, there's the criteria to return right, right It's here. not it's- an
2: easy criteria to get back. I think that's the thing, like whether you're asymptomatic or not, because a lot of these guys are asymptomatic, you know, your, your health may not be at risk to per se, because of, uh, that you have it because you're asymptomatic, you're not showing anything. Um, you're being quarantined at that point. So like, you're in a safe place right now, but the problem is, is that at what point, like how, what happens when there's four, four or five of the biggest stars on a team that go down like that? So, so now you're getting into this player pool, like it was designed, but the team is so different at this point. Like that's one of my big things. I'm like, I'm hoping by, by the middle of, you know, early September, that we're not seeing just a whole bunch of minor leaguers out there.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a concern, but that's almost something that's like, well, that's something you're gonna have to just deal with. I, like right. LeMahieu, get, Lemahieu testing positive, like he's one of the best players on the Yankees, and that sucks. Where and there's Luis Sessa, who's a bullpen arm. Yeah, so it's like you kind of got a little bit of both here with the Yankees. And
2: I don't know how Lemahieu contracted this. This this man sits home and studies film and is you know works on his slap shot or his wrist shot. He doesn't go see people. He doesn't do things. And now he's got it's it. It's
1: because he, he was the only one going to and from the Steinbrenner field to take batting practice and infield practice every nobody's day. Nobody's
2: safe. If LeMay has it, nobody's safe.
1: <laughs> if the machine can get it, anyone can get it.
2: But but that means – does that – I know that the, it doesn't mean you can't get it again, but it, your chances are much lower if you have the antibodies.
1: So you can, you're I'm gonna try to wondering – No, I'm wondering, I'm reading through the criteria to return, and I'm wondering, so the last bullet point on the criteria to return is any local regulations or requirements are satisfied. That's kind of vague. I'm wondering if once a player tests positive, he's kind of just out of play. What do you mean? He doesn't come back. At all? Yeah. They don't, they're not going to risk it because there's okay two separate occasions with uh he has to test negative within uh 24 hours apart individual has been consecutively, uh, consecutively. individual has been um not feverish I learned a new word afebrile did you know that word afebrile did you know afebrile use, uh, use it in a sentence DJ Lemayhu is af- is not afebrile right now
2: this is the horrible horrible context as of the worst. Afrobrite means fail. not feverish. We are not all now Afro-bright gummer means- for listening to what you just said.
1: <laughs> Afrobrite means not feverish. Okay. So if you are not Afrobrite, that means you are feverish. I don't think it's used in that way. It's a double, it's a double negative. Okay. Anyway, you have to be not feverish for 72 hours without any um, fever suppressant or anything, any aid. Right. So just no on your Tylenol. Own. Yep. Individual completes at least one antibody test Individual has um, a cardiac evaluation. Doctors and team physicians say the individual is no longer a risk to himself or to infect others. And then there's the vague one, any local regulations or requirements are satisfied. So I'm wondering if it's like, okay, you tested positive. You have to quarantine for two weeks. But then he's kind of just out of play because we don't want to risk it. Well, so think about it.
2: If if you're... If you're going to play the Red Sox, let's say, and you have you're coming in from a different, uh, you're coming in from Baltimore, Baltimore, further south. Exactly. You can't go in there. You have to quarantine to get into the state. Right now, it's like
1: after Massachusetts, yeah. But is our sports exempt? Because for New York, I know you can't come from Florida without quarantining. Right. So
2: I, I'm wondering where the, if there's going to be an exempt piece of this
1: whole thing too, um, and and Arizona, Southern California where is like a disaster zone right now. It's some of the highest outbreaks. And you have so many teams in that area. The, Di- the Diamondbacks, obviously Arizona, and then Dodgers, Anaheim, San Diego. That's like a cluster of high risk.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know how they're going to handle all that, but it's a lot. So yeah. I, the, I, look, I don't think they're, they're setting these, uh, these protocols up or these situations up for the, anybody to be out an extended period of time. I think they're trying to get these guys back.
1: Well, I think they left them open ended for a reason. They did
2: leave it open ended for a reason, in case they need to satisfy certain things. It's it sounds yes. like it's it's uh, jargon or just you know some some line of text in there that does CYA. Yeah,
1: and we've had some guys opt out. The uh, leak was like um, one of the first guys to do it. Then we had Ryan Zimmerman, Joe Ross, Ian Desmond, Felix Hernandez, and then David Price, probably the biggest name so far to opt out. Certainly, the biggest contract to opt out.
2: Biggest contract, came over in a trade, new team. Um, Price, I think we all, I think everybody in the Yankees side of things, Yankees fans have a, a very one way of looking at David Price. When I saw the amount of money that he gave to the minor leaguers in the, at the Dodgers, I was like, all right, fine. Good job. That was a good one. All right, Price, good job. You know, go back and and play your uh, Call of Duty and, and get your carpal tunnel syndrome and you know, just be the guy that I can cannot root for on the field, please, because I don't appreciate you doing things like this off the field that make me like you <laughs> a little a good bit guy more. Stop field. it. Stop doing things like that. Uh, but so he goes right back to it. It's like, I'm done. I'm not I'm not I'm not doing this. And the Dodgers probably should have expected that. Right.
1: I know. Right. And then they're only going to get 60 games out of Mookie Betts. He might walk in free agency, and then they're going to get nothing this year. They might never have bets and Price on the same team. It's possible. They, they are most likely not
2: going to unless they, they I end think up they're going to pony
1: up for Mookie Betts. I think they're like pot committed at this point. It's like, we, we, we made this trade. We have to pay.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely put them in a very unique situation with him, for sure. Um, but he's also very much probably understanding that and going to test the market and get as, as much money as humanly possible.
1: Three fifty to four hundred million is what he's asking it, well,
2: for. Who knows? Maybe those contracts don't exist anymore because there's the whole because
1: the owners, the owners are poor. <laughs> yeah, because they don't have fans in the stands. Although, what if Hal Steinbrenner gets his twenty to thirty percent capacity? What if he gets his twelve thousand? Well, now we have a press September. Twenty to thirty percent September.
2: of that revenue is going in my pocket, and I will now be giving you twenty to thirty percent of what you think you owe you are deserved.
1: I, I found it pretty laughable that he said this. I mean, he's been talking with Cuomo. I get it. Like you're 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 talking about all possibilities, but that he even said like, oh, I'm hopeful we'll have twenty to thirty percent capacity by the end of the season. I know I'm not going to Yankee Stadium this year if it's open for thirty percent. No way in hell am I going. A lot of people will. I can tell you that if they, I know thirty. If they allow thirty percent, they'll get thirty percent. Sure. I know they yeah. will. I think he's leaving. Gonna I think it's
2: similar to the point like he's just leaving it open. By the end of the year, he's saying twenty to thirty percent. I think what they're really hoping for is that they could get if like things go well uh, and the you know the curves are all down and people are just getting more used to going out and being congregating in places. Um, my my little brother in Jersey this uh, next weekend or the weekend after that, they're doing a, a graduation ceremony. Uh, the Jersey governor lifted you know up the. The uh, the the number I think the five hundred people that are, of groups that are allowed to,
1: you know, outdoors only. Outdoor
2: only, which is a stadium outdoors. So,
1: but is it because there's indoor there's indoor parts areas? The I don't stadium. know how they how they bath like bathrooms are that. indoors. That's true. Concessions concessions all are not technically
2: all bathrooms are indoors.
1: Yeah, I know, but you have like if Unless you have you're an at outdoor Yankee
2: stadium currently, that's outside. But me. if you have
1: an outdoor venue, you could have port-a-johns right? Yeah, so it just like
2: traps it in one.
1: And but then, no, but the we've learned. Go
2: in there, don't breathe.
1: We've learned how the virus spreads and it's human to human contact. It doesn't live on surfaces for as long as, although, who knows what's living at the bottom of a portageon.
2: <laughs> you might get something but, way worse. COVID may like by bio, bio, uh, biologically like mutate into something else at the bottom of a Port-a- port-a-john
1: So so let's play this out. If Yankee Stadium opens for 30% capacity, I'm assuming that means no sweets because that's indoors, right? Right? Correct. No Legends indoor seats because there's a whole indoor aspect to the legend seats.
2: Yeah, all the indoor activities are gone now. You have to yep. open concourse. So
1: it's open concourse, but there's the bathrooms, which are indoors. So you'd have to limit capacity in those indoor bathrooms. Yep. Like even though you have 30% in the stadium, you can't just say, okay, anyone who wants to go into the bathroom and out of the bathroom at once, you have to only limit you know, five people in the bathroom at once. Or you're
2: something. also cutting off bathrooms. So you're going to have only designated bathrooms available. So while people are like, oh, 20 to 30%, the lines won't be as long. Well, they're not going to have every bathroom open either because that means they'd have to have attendance at every single bathroom, like controlling things. And that's not and happening. And it's going to be
1: spread out throughout the stadium. It's not like, oh, only the lower bowl is open. It's like, no, 30% scattered around the stadium.
2: Right. But that's also, they're not, again, like they're not going to open every single bathroom in the stadium either. So, there's going to have to. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't? Because you, you know? got to have that's people. That's going to spread them. out the crowd. Because more. I think yeah. you're going to have to have people at those every single bathroom controlling the flow in and out. Maybe, it's not normal. Maybe that's part of the thirty percent.
1: Maybe that's part of the thirty percent. Maybe I don't know.
2: It's going to. There's still going to be manpower that's uh, that's going to have to be in there to, to control it. I don't know if they're going to be able to have that. Anyway, whatever. We'll figure that out. What do you? I think that what he's trying to go for is the playoffs. He's like, I just want that in the playoffs. So he's leaving it open. <laughs>
1: Well, if they do that, are the, are the players going to get like, hey, you, you said no revenue this year. Now, boom, you get 30% gate that you didn't expect to have. We want more money now. Yeah. We, we're we going to file a grievance now because this was not in good faith. You told us no fans in the stands, so this is why you can only pay us X number of dollars. Now, all of a sudden, you, you get 20% in the stadium. That's that's found money. We're not just going to let you find that money. We want some of that money.
2: Yeah, but I th- again, I think the whole point is, is that they're not getting penalized as much because of the zero, and then the the owners are going to argue that that well, if we found twenty, then we found twenty. Like that's my twenty dollar bill. I saw it. You can't you can't claim it. I don't care what you're doing. You could be walking with me, but I saw it. It's my it's
1: that's my dirty money. Bill. That's cor- that's coronavirus yeah, money.
2: Yeah, pick it up and wipe it off, baby. Because money is money.
1: <laughs> uh, what do you put the over under odds at? At the uh, people go into the, the stadium and uh, people go in the stadium. Yeah. Like if Bet Online was making the uh, making the odds, yeah. well, what are they going to put those at?
2: Um, I, you know, five percent.
1: Five five percent that it happens. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think maybe yeah. maybe to ten percent if you're going uh, if you want to put an interesting line out there, and and see uh, just get people intrigued to like, oh, that's a little high. Maybe there's something I don't know about.
1: Well, BetOnline, there's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, BetOnline.ag. Sports are making their way back, and BetOnline is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. If you need even more action, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something other than sports, because technically there's no sports going on right now. You want to get your bet on, go to bet Online. They have hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and prop bets you can check out. Visit betonline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, BLUEWIRE. We've been telling you about BetOnline pretty much since quarantine started. They've been supporting us throughout this slow times, so you guys should go support them. It helps the show out. The more people that go to BetOnline use promo code BLUEWIRE. That's you helping Bronx Pinstripes if you've been listening to the podcast for the last three, four months. Bet online is your online wagering solution.
2: For, that's an important that's an important thing to say actually, because we actually do have some uh, some other uh, partnerships that are, that are coming up as well. And a lot of these companies have stuck with us uh, through no sports at all. So you know, anybody that we're mentioning on air or you know promos for Blue Wire and things like that, we we definitely appreciate you guys, um, you know, using those codes and going out there and uh, and and supporting these guys because they have been very crucial to mm-hmm. You know, keeping a podcast industry up and going while there's literally no sports as far as sports podcasting and stuff. So, yeah, big ups to Bet Online because they have uh, they've been relentless through this whole thing. So, uh, we definitely appreciate it.
1: Definitely. Yeah, and and just like to close close out the um the twenty thirty percent thing is that we just said like Arizona, um, Florida, Southern California they're at more risk right now than New York. You can't, if you're baseball, say okay. New York stadiums, northeast stadiums can have thirty percent, but Florida can have none. That's not fair. Well, I don't know if
2: I don't know if that can happen. I think that's an, that's going to be an individual. Yes, the league's going to have some say in this for sure, but uh, I don't think they can say no. You can't do that. I, I don't. I don't
1: see that. That's a competitive disadvantage for teams. Is it? I think it is. Well, I, I I think you can make. I think you can make that argument. Okay,
2: but it's it's pretty. It's pretty loose. I mean, it's not. It, it should not directly affect what's happening on the field, based on based on the uh, especially twenty to thirty percent. Like those heckles will be loud. I I I must I mean, say thirty
1: percent is more than like the Marlins are used to having in their stadium. Yeah. But
2: but if you have like twenty to thirty percent, you can be heard individually.
1: That's so. One thing I've learned about doing these history episodes. Um, I just did one about Lou Gehrig's famous luckiest man speech, which happened on the fourth of July in 1939. It's, it was a quickie this week, 10 minutes, but, um, really emotional. I, I was kind of getting emotional, um, reading about it. Did you know his speech was, had all that additional stuff in it? Cause I honestly didn't, I'd only heard the famous few quotes that are preserved on video for whatever reason. Maybe I knew it at one point, but I forgot, like it, there was more to the speech.
2: Yeah. I've listened to the whole thing. A couple a couple different times. It's, uh,
1: well the whole thing's not on video, so you've probably heard people Either, reading it or something.
2: Yeah, or I've seen the transcripts or whatever. I knew the context of the of the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, go check that out. But one thing I've learned about doing these history episodes and some of the older older stuff is that it was a very it was a much more intimate experience for fans because they were all day games, say back in the twenties. All day games. You're only gonna get a couple thousand people on a Tuesday at two PM, you know? It's a work day. So you might only get six thousand people there. So it's intimate. Yeah. Because those six thousand people are gonna be heard. Yeah. They're gonna be close to the state, they're gonna be close to the field, and they're gonna be heard. Well, I don't know how close they're
2: gonna to be to the field either. Like that's the other thing, because players and personnel are gonna be taking up the legend seats essentially.
1: Well, I was talking about um Oh back then, back yeah, the yeah, day, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, no, but yeah, right. say say there's only ten thousand people in Yankee Stadium, it will be a lot more scattered out, which that's gonna be that's gonna be bizarre. I mean I know. Did you see that video of Justin Turner batting at Dodger Stadium with pumped in crowd noise? No. It was kind of eerie because he hit, a, he hit a home run and then they played it like the crowd would react to a home yeah. run, but it's just like, it's just empty. Yeah. It's, it's just really hollow. Weird. It probably echoes. Yeah. yeah the, the, Echo, echoed. The yeah. sound is different. Because you could hear the sound of the bat like you would normally, like it's like such a loud crack, which you normally don't hear. Right. When there's fifty thousand people there, but then you hear the roar of fifty thousand people, and you're like, "What I hear, my eyes do, like." There's a disconnect, right? Well, and like, also, brain brain does not comp-
2: uh, compute. When people when people are in the stands, they're physically there, right? So they're absorbing some of the sound as well. So it just sounds different. At the same time as when there's nobody there, and the same amount of sound, if the decibels are the same, and the same amount of uh, sound is, it's just gonna it's gonna hit weird. It's gonna hit differently. It's gonna sound just different because the fact that there's no one there to absorb the sound as well. So um, yeah, it's just weird. I, I saw that the, uh, the Oakland athletics are, are selling cutouts. Like you can buy your own cutout for, uh, for the, the stadium. And I guess some portions of, of the proceeds are going to a nonprofit or a charity or whatever it is, but they're donating some of it. <clears throat> but then also if you get, if your cutout gets hit by a foul ball, you can get that, can you, you get sit? that foul ball. <laughs> It's like a hundred bucks to get a cutout out there too, and it goes into your I mean, seat. If the
1: if the, Yan- if the Yankees did that for season ticket holders and and Bronx pinstripes, because we have the uh, the the uh, the BP crew section two hundred five, I had to think about it. <laughs> um, would would we would we? I would definitely uh, would, get. We'd multiple yeah, cutouts. Yeah, hundred bucks. Yeah, hundred <laughs> bucks. Let's I would form. For, I would put together you know a few those, things. You know
2: those um, those pictures of of like other pictures. So that when you zoom out, it's like a, a picture of something else. When A photo, a, like an artwork, like a mosaic thing. Like you zoom in and like a picture of Mariano Rivera and it's like, you know, 800 pictures oh, of Mariano yeah. Rivera. That yeah. That's his
1: face. Gotcha. You could do that.
2: You could do that
1: in the outfield. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're getting you're getting really creative. Yeah, here and we you're go. Also I'm banking on the Yes Network camera, zooming in on on whatever Bronx Pinstripe's face we choose. No, that's the
2: point. I want them to zoom out so that they see my real message. That's the point, Andrew. You're missing it.
1: Gotcha. Okay. A um, couple athletic articles I want to discuss before we get out of here. Did you read this Prohibition baseball thing? Why do you act like organized? I read books?
2: Why do you why do you think I read differently every episode than I normally do?
1: I Did you at least read the notes I put in here? Yes, I did. So <laughs> Cressy, Eric Cressy, who has the performance down in Florida, who has some Yankees ties, obviously. Performance Academy. Yep. Has Yankees ties this offseason. He kind of put together an impromptu collection of pretty prominent names in baseball to have some workouts and a couple of games. So there were over 30 players, but the big names were Verlander, Scherzer, Corey Kluber, Paul Goldschmidt, and Giancarlo Stanton. They all worked out at Palm Beach High School. And actually played like inter squad games with one another. But the amazing thing about this is that no one knew what was going on. And like no one was there, obviously. Wives were there, but no fans were there, which is a good thing. And they had to actively tell the people, don't post about this because you're gonna ruin this. It's like fight club. Yeah. You don't the first rule of coronavirus baseball workouts is you don't talk about don't coronavirus baseball media. workouts. Yeah. Even though everybody would have ruined it, it. it would have blown up. It would have blown up the whole thing. You're right. It would have blown up the whole thing.
2: And uh, it's interesting here. There's a couple different avenues of uh, of this whole thing. One, Cressy now is employed by the New York Yankees. Right. He is a guy that is on. He
1: receives a paycheck from 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 the Yankees. Steinbrenner. And and they... it's
2: and it's having to do with the health of the players, essentially. Right. It's like their 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 mechanics, their biomechanics. Like he's overseeing a lot of the conditioning and a lot of the, like the plans and things like that. So the fact that they brought in all these other players from other teams to me is, is interesting as well. Like, and I know he's, he's probably got something in the contract saying I can work with whomever I want, even though I am employed also by the Yankees and have a contract with the Yankees and I'm helping them essentially designate or design their programs. Cause that's, that's really what I think he's doing. I don't, you know, I don't know exactly. How that's a, that's a
1: good way to that's a good way to put it. He's designing programs for the Yankees players. Yeah, he's he's
2: the architect of those of those programs.
1: And they're they're unique. It's not a plate. It's not a boilerplate. Boilerplate, yeah. It's um it's different per player, sure. per what their needs Hence, are. And
2: that's the reason that's why they're that's why there are only a few people, you know, that are trusted to do these types of things because they are very different, you know, based on the person. They're all very personal, they're all based on their biomechanics. There's a lot, a lot of different factors in play. Um, but yeah, I think this whole thing is interesting—the fact that they have all these like big names that are not on the Yankees,
1: even though those big news. huge. I mean, huge name. These are some of the biggest names in the game. Yeah,
2: yeah. Verlander, Scherzer, Kluber. I'm wondering how Kluber feels.
1: I want to see that. Well, Ver, Verlander is also recovering from injury. Didn't he have surgery um, right before the season? Um, I don't know. Did he? Backs. He had something. Yeah. He wasn't going to be ready for opening day. Yeah, but it
2: wasn't anything major.
1: No, but it was going to keep him out like four to six weeks, I think. Okay. And then who knows that Stanton didn't re-aggravate his calf running around Palm Beach High School? I mean, look, that's the place to go, though. It's hot. You know, you're 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 you're
2: keeping those uh, those muscles. But
1: your muscles can get dehydrated.
2: Not on not under uh, not on
1: Cressy's watch. Just pumping Gatorade. Not on Cresty's Mainlining Gatorade. Like, yeah,
2: he's, he's got mist machines going in. Like they're just happening. Just a lot of moisture happening
1: uh there was uh so they did Cressy since it came out put out an Instagram video and you can't even really tell like who the players are because it's far away but I'm sure he's got some really good footage in there
2: yeah there should be a documentary coming out about this afterwards if they were smart they had they did have it filmed just not yeah, live
1: like a camera yeah cover, yeah and then Rosenthal wrote about how there are some still up in the air contract issues mainly about like vesting options and how incentive bonuses are going to work yeah j-hap falls into that category like we thought this was all worked out like boom okay they agree 60 60 games full prorated pay that means everything will be prorated but that's not how it works because that's never how baseball works there's always a oh yeah but there's always a yeah but with baseball
2: well i mean there's just too many of those deals to, to to completely say yeah everything's worked out there's there's a lot of little details with these contracts that um you can't figure out on a grand scale of things for every single little tiny detail. You get the the framework done. We, that took forever and contentious and all these things like worrying about the little details. You just kind of figure those things out at some point. And if Jay hap is not happy with it, well, then you know what? Jay hap's not happy with it. But with they're playing baseball,
1: Yankees number, number five starter has to be happy.
2: Yeah. And he will be because he's going to be a Cy Young contender this year. Are, are awards happening? Is that happening? But um, the I'm sure awards will
1: happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, people. Like- who's uh, Who's your pick? Who's your pick for Yankee? Who's your pick? Who's most likely to win an MVP award in a sixty-game season on the Yankees?
2: Uh, Glaber.
1: I'm thinking Gary Sanchez. I'm thinking Gary well, yeah, Sanchez can, can have have an epic two months again, mm-hmm. where he catches on a regular basis, hits like twenty-seven home runs, yeah. and because he's a catcher, putting up massive offensive numbers well, they have Boom. they're gonna have multi, he's not
2: gonna be catching every game either so he's gonna actually be he's they're gonna use that dh spot with him too they're gonna keep him healthy bottom line but number one they need that back going so you, you might be that's a good call
1: yeah well i mean there's then you got to get stanton into dh because he can only dh yeah. so i think
2: it for me it would be um it would be gary or, or glaber i think glaber can go on a complete terror they play the orioles an insane amount of times <laughs> look at the percentages of the orioles games and then you look yeah but at it's the still
1: fewer games than last year i'm ah, just looking at
2: percentages you, it doesn't matter you told me the uh the 60 game spread who's got it well you know when 10 percent of the games are against the baltimore orioles six percent of the games whatever the, the numbers are that's a lot it's a lot yeah it's a lot Gliber owns them i
1: um, know that Anything, anything else you want to talk about? I'm
2: excited or, for these inter-squad games. I know you're you're all curmudgeon about you? them, but...
1: Uh, I'm not curmudgeon you're about them. I'm, I'm not curmudgeon, curmudgeon about, them. about them. I am
2: excited. I'm sorry that you can't drink with the 20-year-olds anymore. I'm sorry that that is affecting your life and the way that you look at some things on the field. I'm sorry. I look, I know. It's a, it's a it's one of those things you have to realize, and and maybe it's just happening now. I already knew this about you, but you're now just coming to terms with this. Like,
1: I knew as soon as... No, I knew it about myself, but I just... It, it was reaffirmed this weekend because I you you forget some things in quarantine because you don't you're not going about your normal life. You don't see people as much like I haven't seen some friends in months. Yeah. What are those? Are those so like even friends? on those I don't even know what that's even on those rare occasions where you'd go out with buddies to a bar and you'd get you'd get like more drunk than you normally would and then have a hangover for four days. Like that hasn't happened in in four months either. So it's just like reaffirming I am washed. Away. I just I just uh FaceTimed with one of my one of my best
2: friends growing up. And, uh, we've been playing like tag for a little while and, uh, we've been texting, but hadn't FaceTimed in a while. And I, and I get on there. I'm like, what the lost 40
1: pounds. He lost 40 pounds in
2: quarantine? 40 pounds.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. He actually, that's 10 10 pounds a month. Yeah. Well, he, he actually got coronavirus early,
2: early. And then like it affected his eating habits in the beginning. And then just from being at home, like the biggest thing is he's working from home. New diet, new diet, a little bit of a new diet. When you work from home, corona, the corona, the COVID. Well, diet. when you work from home, think about this: like things are controlled. You're more controlled in and out with the food that's coming in. You're not. Uh, yeah. you're, I know you're aware, this, but the you're not going out and eating, uh, you know, a, 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 a hamburger for lunch. You know, you're not going out to a bar right afterwards and getting, uh, you know, a pint. You're not. You're not doing these things, so that affects people in the way that they, uh, the way that they look. <laughs> I've been working from I home think... for a long time, so like that part of it didn't affect me.
1: So he did the anti Pablo Sandoval. Did you see that picture of Pablo Sandoval? Yeah,
2: and did you see the writer like trying to walk, walk, walk it back? Like, oh, I did not post that based on the way that it looks.
1: <laughs> it's, like, it's like, first of all, what were his feet doing? His feet were like positioned like he's a penguin. He's just waddling around at third I don't know, base, man.
2: But that is a—he is pregnant he's got pregnant. I don't now. want him being tested for COVID. I want him being tested for pregnancy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he is, um, That yeah, man it was, is it was hilarious. I mean, he was already hefty, but he has densified. He it, also has the greatest gifts
2: of, of all time. The one of him running around, uh, someone made this of him running around second base. And then, and then someone like put an ice cream cone in there. <laughs> and uh-huh. then like he looked up and just completely stumbled and fell on his face. It's one of my favorite. Uh, gifts. And you know
1: the one when he was with Boston and he swung and his belt just popped yeah, off. Yeah, he's
2: he's got a number of them, man, and they're all circled around that belly.
1: Good, good he's stuff. He's going to be uh, a DH, so
2: he's going to be a primary DH for the Giants.
1: I know. Yeah, beautiful. I mean, there was. Did you see that fake rumor that Barry Bonds was going to come uh, back? To I DH? was really hoping
2: it was true. I really what that would. I was
1: so excited. That would be. There was nothing awesome. that excited me more than that. Yeah.
2: How old is he now? 55, 50 fifty-something,
1: early fifties. I'm confident barry bonds you give him this the summer camp to get in shape and get his timing back he's a productive major league hitter
2: he's gonna strike out a lot he's there's no way he's as fast as he was so, guess what guess so what does Aaron Judge. his regiment is different these days
1: <laughs> no he's gonna get back, oh, on, back the, on the sauce the okay he's, of course if We're
2: back on the sauce then yeah i think he could he could ramp back up and and uh you got to get that head back up that'll be an interesting case study to see guys that have you know, normal shape. Then go on the sauce and get this massive head. Then go off the sauce; the head shrinks again. Then they go back on the sauce and the head gets huge again. Like, what does that do to the human brain and the human, you know, the the way that you you look as you as you age?
1: I don't. I don't we will we'll find. find we'll find out in about twenty years on Bonds, I guess. Uh, but if there was the National League DH back in two thousand seven when he was done with the Giants, he probably hangs around, hits another hundred home runs or something. Probably. Yeah, cuz he was still a good player in 2007. He just he couldn't play the field anymore.
2: Yeah, if he was able to just hit it would have been a difference, but he also didn't get an American League contract for for doing that too. So, that could have been.
1: Well, I think he was at that point he was just too much of a I don't want to use the word pariah because he was not a clubhouse pariah, but he was a just lightning too much. Rod. There was too much negativity around yeah. Barry Bonds at that point for another team to bring him on. But if he if the Giants could have just plugged him in at DH, he's probably over – he's probably close to 850 home runs in his career. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, if you guys have not checked out uh, Richard Allen Coffee, my dad's – my family coffee company, we're running that promo still. Code Bronx for 25% off. We have not reached the 100-order mark yet. So as far as I'm concerned, he will not come on the podcast until there's 100 orders. I broke the news to him. He did not kick me in the head. Damn. But uh, he he will he's a man of his word. If it's not his that word, order, <laughs> it's not his word. <laughs> he's a man of my word.
2: <laughs> I just watched Hamilton for the first time, uh, and Hamilton's son got killed for that.
1: Is uh, is that good? I saw that's on Disney Plus. Yeah, now. that's what we watched it. Yeah, I mean, if
2: it's is it good? I guess it is. There's, it's you know, it broke all sorts of records. I had never seen it, but yeah, it was a, it was good. I'm not the biggest Broadway guy in the world, you know. But it was it was no, definitely. But also part of
1: it, like it's different than watching it on on a movie versus. Yeah, being I fell asleep Broadway. three
2: times. If that, if that. <laughs> <laughs> Bevin, who falls asleep during everything, that did not fall asleep, and uh, yeah, I was out. Three, three, at least three times.
1: So I don't know uh, what that says. Have, have you seen *Knives Out*?
2: No, I've never even heard of it.
1: Oh, it's uh, one of the best movies of last year. I just recently watched it. I hadn't seen it. Very good. I recommend that.
2: Knives out. Okay. You,
1: yeah. You, you will you will not fall asleep. It's on Amazon Prime.
2: Cool. I'll check it out.
1: All right. That's it. Any last words? Nope. That's it for me, man. Let's
2: uh, see some baseball. No more injuries, please. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, We'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees.
3: This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Goal. He takes everybody up. From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele, our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. From Zlatan Ibrahimović's brash confidence with the play to back it up to Megan Rapinoe's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair.